Simon & Schuster Audio presents Moonlight Becomes You by Mary Higgins Clark Read by Christina Moore Tuesday, October 8th Maggie tried to open her eyes, but the effort was too great. Her head hurt so much. Where was she? What had happened? She raised her hand, but it was stopped inches above her body, unable to move any farther. Instinctively, she pushed at the overhead barrier, but it did not move. What was it? It felt soft, like satin, and it was cold. She slid her fingers to the side and down. The surface changed. Now it felt ruffled. A quilt? Was she in some kind of bed? She pushed out her other hand to the side and recoiled as that palm immediately encountered the same chill ruffles. They were on both sides of this narrow enclosure. What was tugging at her ring when she moved her left hand? She ran her thumb over her ring finger, felt it touch string or cord. But why? Then memory came rushing back. Her eyes opened and stared in terror into absolute darkness. Frantically, her mind raced as she tried to piece together what had happened. She had heard him in time to whirl around just as something crashed down on her head. She remembered him bending over her, whispering, Maggie, think of the bell ringers. After that, she remembered nothing. Still disoriented and terrified, she struggled to understand. Then suddenly it came flooding back. The bell ringers. Victorians had been so afraid of being buried alive that it became a tradition to tie a string to their fingers before interment. A string threaded through a hole in the casket, stretching to the surface of the burial plot. A string with a bell attached to it. For seven days, a guard would patrol the grave and listen for the sound of the bell ringing, the signal that the interred wasn't dead after all. But Maggie knew that no guard was listening for her. She was truly alone. She tried to scream, but no sound came. Frantically, she tugged at the string, straining, listening, hoping to hear above her a faint, peeling sound, but there was only silence, darkness and silence. She had to keep calm. She had to focus. How had she gotten here? She couldn't let panic overwhelm her. But how? How? Then she remembered. The funeral museum. She'd gone back there alone. Then she'd taken up the search the search that Nula had begun. Then he'd come and... Oh, God, she was buried alive. She pounded her fists on the lid of the casket, but even inside, the thick satin muffled the sound. Finally, she screamed. Screamed until she was hoarse, until she couldn't scream anymore. And still, she was alone. The bell. She yanked on the string, Again and again. Surely it was sending out sounds. She couldn't hear them, but someone would. They must. 
Overhead, a mound of fresh, raw earth shimmered in the light of the full moon. The only movement came from the bronze bell attached to a pipe emerging from the mound. The bell moved back and forth in an arrhythmic dance of death. Round about it, all was silent. Its clapper had been removed.